and welcome to a very special episode of Accentuary. We don't have a regular episode this week as most of our cast is off performing in their regular jobs and extracurricular activities. So this is Ben, your benevolent DM, and I just thought I'd answer some questions that I've received over the last several months. And the first one is, how do you plan out each episode? Well, in the simplest of terms, I don't. I have a storyline that I'm trying to follow. I have some ideas of how I'd like things to go. And then the party goes and does whatever the heck they want. (laughs) I've found often that if I try to have a more strict story... It doesn't pan out so well, but if I just kind of let them do as they do and guide them along the way, uh, yeah, guide, I like that, it just works out better. So, for example, in the recent episode of, oh, let's see, when we were going to have the the time travel thing, I knew there was going to be some time travel happening, but I had no idea how I was going to get there, and then... Dane decided to pick up the baby and place it on the phylactery and at that point I was like oh god here we go but it really had I planned that it would not have worked out but the fact that I didn't plan it and Ray did that double nat 20 I was just elated that was amazing but overall yeah as a DM you just you can't do as much planning as you'd think you'd like to do So, let's see, what else we got? What is my inspiration? Well, I take a lot from mythology. I have a couple of children who I love to read myths to. Uh, We started with uh, Norse mythology, and we've gone all through Greek mythology. Uh, As uh, Alex playing Alpha has noted, there's a pretty strong uh, Greek Uh, bend to this season it has been a lot of fun I had the idea for this season uh, as I was trying to think of like what are some famous myths that could be kind of brought in to 5e like how can we D&Dify the mythology a bit more and I just really loved you know, the idea of mythical kings and kind of the, the stories that our civilization grew up with. And then what if those kings were able to come back? What changes to their story might occur? But I, yeah, I lo- love all of, all of those stories, you know, talking about these imperfect beans and how we can learn from their mistakes and i think there's been some of that this season i think that i'd like to think the party has learned from their mistakes and you know maybe the mythical mistakes of others but sometimes i question that uh anyway i better move on from that one uh how have i as a gm evolved in making adventures well uh that's a that could be a long question, I guess. I started, you know, GMing, DMing, however you want to say it, quite a long time ago, and ended up taking a, a break 
uh, for several years just because having, well, babies made it kind of hard for me to both play and, well, run anything. But then we found this group and uh, played together for a while before we started recording. And I'm really glad that we did because this podcast has been amazing fun and and something that I definitely look forward to every week. But how have I evolved? I, let's see, I definitely went from a more straightforward, simple, like, here is a book of adventures, follow these, you know, start at point A, work your way through to point Z, or if you will. And I've definitely become more open-ended. I've gotten a lot better at improv and kind of, you know, making it up as I go along. Um, I've definitely rolled with the punches a lot more. I I guess I've gotten looser. (laughs) You know, it's it's hard for me to really say. I like to... I like to think I pro- I'm just here to provide structure for a communal storytelling experience. Yes, I, I know where the story is going, but the players are the ones that make it work. They're the ones that make it function. What is my biggest frustration as a DM? Hmm. I'd say puzzle making, because if you try to come up with a really good puzzle, chances are the players aren't going to get it. So you have to make a simple puzzle, but if the puzzle's too simple and they get it right away, then what was the point? Or even on the side of other things, if you make something that's so common that people recognize it right away, or in the case of when we tried to do some riddles, everyone has access to Google and they just look up the answer. So it kind of, yeah, it's just, it's frustrating to try to, to plan something, to come up with a, (laughs) a test of the players that they will have fun with and you can challenge them. Because I would love to, you know, I, I like challenging my players. I like giving them something to try to figure out. But at the same time, you almost have to fear your players in doing that because they may come up with something totally different and then you got to roll with it and abandon your plan. So that's probably most of it. Or just forgetting. Actually, you know, there's a frustration. Uh, when your players forget that you gave them something really cool, you know, an item that just disappears into the inventory and is forgotten. Yeah. Although it is kind of fun if they do remember it suddenly. Like, I was super excited when the death mask that had been held onto was remembered. Oh, yeah, that's in the inventory. And then we got to go back and play those things. Um, of course, then I had to frantically find my notes on it and be like, oh, yeah, that's what that did. And that's what it does. It was pretty comical, though, when uh, they couldn't figure out exactly how to make the uh, simian death mask work by itself. 
but at least everyone had a good laugh that the guardian spirit in it was Harambe. So, all right. What are my future goals as a GM? Oh, man. Well, just to keep the adventure interesting and keep the party together. I mean, that's a pretty significant goal in and of itself. Uh, we've got Kasros kind of losing his mind and going through the stages of grief right now. Uh, Ray, I always fear, is barely hanging on. Um, Dane's always up for an adventure no matter what. And, of course, Alpha just happily follows. Uh, so... It, it should be interesting. And uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, as the adventure continues, being able to come up with something that keeps them interested. I mean, we're 30-some episodes in right now, and I'd really like to pass 40 for this adventure, the arc. Um, maybe go a bit further than that. I'm I'm really not sure how far I can make that happen, but... It'd be nice to throw in some more curveballs without my players completely, you know, giving up in frustration, which I think uh, Dane is pretty close to. But... Oh, let's see. Looking back, are there any changes that I wish I would have made, and what are the best and worst episodes? Oh, man, that's that's a tough one. Uh, changes I would have made, I don't know, because, you know, we, we wouldn't be here without the decisions that were made along the way. Um, so it's really hard to say if there's anything I would have changed, really. Maybe how I did some of the setup. Although I think I've I've successfully, even when I had to wing things, looped it back, you know, episodes later to make it work out. But I don't think we had any particularly bad episodes. Well, actually, there were a couple of those early ones that were kind of like hit and miss. But they weren't terrible. They were just like not as entertaining as we could have wanted. But good ones, I think we keep getting better. There have been some amazing ones. Uh don't remember the episode titles off the top of my head, but I definitely remember finishing up and saying, wow, that was an amazing episode. Usually because, you know, people were super engaged. There was mostly, you know, problem solving and maybe a little bit of combat, but it was, you know, really driven by the players and less by me. And, huh. Maybe that's what makes a truly great episode, where I just kind of guide and then the players tell the story. I certainly enjoy it from my perspective. Well, that's all the questions I have for right now. Sorry for the brevity if you wanted more, but I encourage, please, write us at essentuary at gmail.com with inquiries, and we'll do another one of these sometime in the future. Posted with this will also be the ability to listen to the adventure. There's been quite a bit of background music, uh, starting from our first episode, and that's actually me. I made that music. So... 
Attached with this are a few songs for you to enjoy. And hope you all have a wonderful time listening. And please stick with us as the adventure continues. This has been an Azentuary LLC production. Find us online at azentuary.com for character bios, merchandise, Patreon, and more. Thank you for listening.